Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Wednesday, March 30th in the year 2022. I hope you are growing your garden. Situation with food is not getting better on a global scale, as there are so many things falling apart. And while it's fun and exciting to think about the Great Awakening and the reveals and it's coming and all this great stuff with Hunter Biden's laptop, last time I checked, as much as you chew and as much as you may try, you are not going to get filled with Hunter Biden's laptop. Just saying. So, time to grow your garden. Before we begin today, quick message on your health and your immune system. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need, that will sustain you across the entire day while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at expeditioncoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut, Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. All right, Patriots. So I want you to listen to this piece here, which is spot on. I love it when I find other people saying the same thing I am. Not that that's necessarily always good. But most of the time, it's good. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Yes, most of the time, it's good. So here, take a listen to this. I had a friend the other day. He's still my friend. But the other day, we had a conversation about what would happen if the grid went down. How would he provide for his family? He told me he had a plan, a plan that would include a couple of months of food that he has stored away right now, and then he would plant a garden. What? It doesn't work that way. That only works if the grid goes down in May, April, March. If it goes down in September or October, you're not planting a garden. And what if you don't know how to garden? My first year, I failed miserably. You need to be practicing self-sufficiency now. Grow a garden this year. Right now, it's March. You need to be planting a garden if not outdoors, starting seedlings indoors. Don't wait until it's too late. Yes, have some food stores to get through, but don't rely on starting a garden when things get bad. Do your garden now. Yep, do your garden now. By the way, I also figured out why I like that guy so much. Because he's a ginger, and he's got a ginger beard like somebody else I know. That's awesome. So there you go. Seriously, this is a pressing issue, and there just is not enough emphasis on it. I mean, granted, 
Hearing that Disney goes full groomer and vows to continue fighting Florida's parental rights law, that can irritate you. And those fights have to continue. But you have to be a multidimensional, multitasking warrior right now. And part of that is you've got to be able to grow your food and grow your garden and start preparing to make your own stuff. Like, yes, patriots, I'm going to do a confession right now. I'm teaching myself how to sew to make my own clothes. Yes, I'm talking about like really getting squared away to be able to be self-sufficient. No joke. This is not going to be easy. And I think that there's way too much going on here that people are like, well, you know, well, if it doesn't, if it gets a little bad, I'll go trade with somebody. There's not going to be anything to trade. You need seeds. And you need lots of seeds. And you need food in the ground, seeds in the ground, plants in the ground. Don't bury food in the ground. Here's the story. This is no kidding. This is how dumb people can be. So I was in Florida, living in Florida for a while, and we used to get a live Christmas tree every year, and then I would plant it. And I got a beautiful cedar one year, and I got permission to plant it outside of our apartment area. So... This still makes me laugh. One of the guys in the in the complex, this was a family living environment uh, when I was down at University of Florida. So there's a guy on the other end of the complex that saw that I did it. So he, and I'm, this is no joke on this story. He planted his Christmas tree in the ground too. The one that he cut, that he bought that was cut. And then later said to me, he goes, I don't quite understand. He goes, I did what you did. And I planted my tree in the ground and it died. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like, yeah, he literally took it out and dug it in the ground and stuck his Christmas tree there and thought it was going to grow. People, gardening is an art, and there are some people that it's not even an art. They just are brain dead on it. So it's get busy planting seeds. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, I'm telling you. And it's going to be starvation time if people don't. This is a very, very real threat. And while we can enjoy laughing at some other ridiculous examples the fact of the matter is what's coming at us is a storm of storms we said before it's going to make this mrna and it's going to make this other stuff look tiny when we compare to the world starving and it's not just the starving it's like there's no food to feed the world 11 minutes after the hour let's pray jesus was asking you to come with us today sit with us be with us in this day of prayer We want to just begin by humbling ourselves before you, Jesus, and just thanking you for all the sacrifices that you have made and made, unbelievably made for us, to set us free, to to pay our dues and our sins, to help reset our place next to the throne. And as we reflect on that deeply, each one of us is humbled. Each one of us sits just quiet in the heart, knowing how much was sacrifice for us to be here today. So forgive us, Lord, for the apprehension, for the hesitation, for the lack of involvement, for the the lack of protecting the kingdom. We, We haven't done a good job of stewarding. But this is a different time now. As we awaken and look around to see our world, as we open our eyes to the horrors that have evolved into the shadows as we've chased after the wrong things, chased after the fake idols, as we've walked away in our lives at times too far away from God. 
we're coming home. And so please hear our prayers. Jesus, we need some serious justice in our world. We need some wrath. And we're ready. We need the evil that is trying to hunt children like Disney is trying to groom children to expand their ranks of perversion. We need Disney struck down. We need them to go bankrupt. We need parents to wake up to what this destruction is that they're trying to wage on on the youth. We need their products to self-destruct. We need their CEO to resign and go away. We need the entire cabal of this nastiness, of this child sex grooming that's going on within their ranks to be dispelled. We need a protection over our children. We need them to stop. And it just doesn't stop at at Disney. We need this whole pedophile network that has is increasingly to be is being exposed. We need this pedophile network to truly just be in the visible plane for everybody to see. We know God is bringing a sword to the world, and we are blessed with that sword. We are blessed with the separation of the wheat from the shaft, where we can finally see through the haze and see what this corruption and this despicable evil is that's been lurking living in our school systems, living in our government, living in our corporate headquarters, in our corporate boards, in our corporate infrastructures. This despicable mentality that's infested our education systems. We, we need this expelled. And Jesus, if you want us to be the agent of, of justice, point the way. Give us the direction and how you want us to move because we're ready. Our awakening in the heart is one thing. Our awakening to respect and love our neighbors is yet another, and we're working those ways. But we all know that there is such a thing as evil, and Jesus, you have shown us even at times we have to flip tables, and we're ready. We're doing everything we can, and we're just we're asking right now for clarity. Are we doing enough? Is it enough of what we're doing or do we need to reach more and and more aggressively, more deeply to expunge and to expel this evil? It's frustrating on our hearts, as you well know. It's painful to watch as the innocent are victimized. It's painful to be part of a culture, of a nation, where the voices of this despicable minority have taken the reins of power have taken control of the message, have taken control of the influence over children's minds. As parents, as children of God, as we walk in this land, we are walking away from this. This is the exodus, and we're trying to lead as many as we can away, knowing that in this torrent of fear and anger, and frustration and division, that this evil just continues to seed We're being successful amongst our own ranks of walking away and not being influenced by such behavior, such attempts at distortion and separation of us from God. Our hearts seek that relationship, seek that place besides the throne. And so now as we look across this world and we see the 
increasing attempts to recruit more into this ranks of evil. We ask you, is, is this, are these children the ones that have to suffer the pain of a distorted parents that lead them? Because these children don't know better. And just like our elderly that are left victim to the hands of others, is this a place where we literally have to step in in a greater place as God's hand? What we're asking for, Jesus, is that clarity of steps, that message to each of our hearts to guide each of us as to what does flipping a table look like? We feel it. We're ready. But we have to be clear. Do you want us to take the actions like Joshua or David? Or do we stand like Gideon and blow horns and crack bowls of light? Or do we prepare like Noah, each of us building a small ark in preparation for something to come? What do we do? Because this is a pain that we have all come to agreement that has to stop. This hemorrhaging of lives and sacrificing of innocent and those that can't, def- can't defend themselves has to end. And we will fully agree and take the burden for a nation that often can't see that, doesn't understand it, or turns a blind eye to it. That is part of the burden on which we walk, and we will gladly take that, bear that cross. Yet our understanding of our walk is to heal this land and to subdue evil, to have dominion over evil. And whatever that looks like, whatever form that takes, we just ask for your clarity and your blessing on our heart to guide us in our steps so that we are assured that we are in line with that which you would ask of us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It's something I think I too often forget. That as we sit here, and I, I, this is my own confessional, that there are times that we just have to ask. And we, we feel the frustration and we talk to God about our frustrations and we talk to Jesus about our frustrations. But how many times do we reach and say, what is the next step you want us to do? And I think that's an important thing to remember. I'm not saying you do or don't do it, so don't take it that way. I know that there are times that I forget to do it because I feel like the burdens fall on us to navigate. So we can talk in terms of prayer and we can talk in terms of having righteous fire, which I do. But all of that needs a direction and azimuth of attack, and it all needs traction on the ground. It needs its tactical tools and implementation strategies. So rather than being frustrated, because I've seen this, and it's a rightful question that people have sent me an email, what do you want us to do specifically? And we talk about the seven pillars, which I think is very powerful. But there are instant, there are other things going on that need addressing. And much of that can be found in just asking Jesus or talking to Father and saying, what do you need of us? What do you need of me? And that's such an important piece because no one should feel helpless. No one. 
If we're feeling helpless, we're not talking to God enough and we're not listening. And I'm, I'm, that's, don't take that as a, as a personal attack because it's hard to hear Father sometimes. Man, there's some noise of some despicable stupidity going on out here. And it's hard to hear it. But we need to be digging in more and listening carefully and asking Father for the guidance. And it doesn't happen right away, by the way. I mean, I, I, I kind of know, I've gotten to know my relationship with God pretty well. Like, I'll go into it and go, blah, 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 whatever it is. Like, my, one of my rants, which sometimes is a pretty good one. Trust me, you would be impressed. <laughs> Even you would be impressed. And I, and I just know that God's, like, listening, like, oh, here we go again. Yes, my son, what is it that you need now? And I'm like, ugh, give me the sword. I'm ready to, like, chop off heads. And he's like, Stay your hand. But here's what always happens. What always happens is that as I speak my truth, and I, I've told you this, I can actually tell you the date. I'm not going to, but I can tell you about the, it was about 2019, in fact, summer of 2019. And I was leaving the farm I was on down in South Georgia. And I had a, just a very honest talk. In fact, it might have even been a bit earlier. It might have been the summer before. But I had a very honest talk with, with God. And I just said, look, this is who I am. And this is the only way that I can be in this world. And if I can't be myself and talk to you this candidly, I, I just don't feel I have a relationship that's intimate with you. And I'm not going to always be that pew Christian in the way I talk. But I am going to be sincere in my passion for my love of Christ and my pursuit of my love of you. And I've never been rebuked for that. I've only been given the blessings that God has given me. So what I've learned in this process, and I'm just sharing my path, take it or leave it, is that as I walk this path and I'm honest with God from my heart, it isn't always easy and it isn't always, and sometimes it's my frustrations. But in a, a process of once I put that out there, it might be two days, it might be a couple weeks, but the answer will come. So that always is a reminder for me is patience. Because if we're being honest with God and truly sincere about what we're asking, he will provide. And that's critical. And it always comes in a different form. I swear every single time. You know, I told you that there's this, property, then we're, we're coming up with our plans on how that's going to develop. And it's coming together nicely, so patience. But I prayed on having a headquarters for Bards Nation, truly. And I, I formed it in my head of like, okay, how much will I have to earn and how can I leverage this and what can I do to expand my income base or cash flow to buy this, et cetera, et cetera. And that's not how it happened. It was just somebody that I knew that said, I love your vision. I need to get some of my money out of the market, and I'm buying this property for the function of the Bars Nation headquarters. That's God at work. Okay? So let us not be committed to a single outcome either. We have to give God latitude to work and to work brilliantly. And that's very important. And then when you're like you're all tired after doing that, you can just curl up on your My Pillow and use your Bard's code and order another one. That's B A R D S. Go over to mypillow.com and you can use your Bard's code and you'll feel better.
<laughs> and if you want to, call a Patriot pillow, pillow counselor. And they'll be like, what? What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I was listening to Bards, and he told me I needed another pillow. So I'm calling you now. I've got my promo code, Bards. What else do you have? They'll be like, we've got pillow. We've got pillowcases. Oh, cool. We got slippers. I'll take a couple. We got a mattress topper. Yes, one of those too. There you go. Just like that. That's just mypillow.com and it's Bard's code and you're away you go. So Patriots, one last thing. I interviewed today Tom Renz. He's going to be on tomorrow night. It's going to be an awesome interview. Let me tell you, that one's out of the park. Seriously, he's going to bring you up to date on a lot of great stuff. So that'll be tomorrow night. Tonight, we're going to really kind of dig again into this, as I told you we would. We're going to dig into the a lot of the pieces around this food crisis. And we're also going to be looking at what it is to really be a patriot. Because it's difficult when you're climbing this hill. And it feels like we're alone. But we really need to remember we're not. God is with us. And he will never forsake us. And that's a very critical piece in all of this. Do remember to plant your garden, though. This is not a joke. This is a critical time. You need to be getting, if nothing else, get your seedlings started, depending on where you are. I've had a lot of questions about cold weather gardening. I'll touch on some of that tonight, and I'll touch on it again on Friday. But do not simply accept that because you live in cold weather that you can't get your garden started. There is something called hot frames and you need to start looking at building hot frames for your beds and warming up the soil to get it going early. And you can, and it's techniques that are used even in the cold climate, like cold, cold. So there's some great, oh, I, I said, I called it hot frames, either cold frames or hot frames, whatever, same thing. I said, some, somebody's put up cold frames. It's the same thing. Build your frames for your beds and really get it going. There's all sorts of, there's so much knowledge on gardening out there. Hydroponics, that's an indoor thing you can do. You can do, I haven't heard anybody talk about aquaponics, which is growing fish and food. I, I don't do it, but that's another big one to be looking at. Really important. Or you can tie together like the growing of your tomatoes and plants and the growing of fish in the water. That's a big one because you get a protein source, obviously fish then. That's very easy. Takes takes a little bit of investment, but it's pretty easy. Right? We need to be looking at all of these things, each person building out their little sovereign garden as much as possible, as rapidly as possible. Because that knowledge that we gain from this, and it's it's not a one-stop shop. I mean, it's like, like you're going to stop and it's all going to be done. And it's, it's a constant learning. So, again, I mentioned this before. Make sure you're also taking time to get libraries built. You don't have to build massive ones, but, you know, get five, six books on gardening and have them. And then as you run into things that you need to understand, get a book on it. If you have any questions about how to develop those skills. I mean, there's a lot of skills we're going to need. Be pushing yourself. That's the whole thing. It is and that's what I'll talk about that tonight. It's the striving and the pushing and the never-ending fight to be the best at everything you touch, not just one thing. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up for that warrior intensity. Talk to Jesus. Talk to Father about getting clarity on the mission before you. We have to crush this 
evil. We have to crush it. We have dominion over it. It's us who has dominion over evil, not them who has dominion over us. And that's when we say God is with us, he'll never forsake us. He's given us the keys to fix this problem. We have to unlock. He will open the doors no one can open. We have plenty of other doors we have to unlock. That's my point. So God will always win, always. But we're here in this time and this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you this evening for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.